Yeah. I'm trying to be a parent, but I gotta run an errand. I promise when I'm back, I'ma feed my kid a carrot. Damn, this stuff is tough, man. I thought it was inherent. I'm trying to be a parent. I know what time it is. Sometimes you gotta drink. Episode 21. Kind of stressful. Sometimes you go. That green will help you rest, yo. You know your ass be slacking when you gotta look up things on YouTube. Like, bro, how you wipe your baby boo boo? Now, welcome to the podcast. Trying to parent and make moms laugh. Who you know got it like the king's family Amanda and Sean, it's the name G Yeah Now, now welcome, welcome to the, the podcast Trying to parent and, and make pops laugh Who you know got it like the king's family Amanda and Sean, it's, it's the, the name G. G Yeah Let's go, let's go Welcome back Episode 2-1 It is Sunday it's it's Easter. It's well, that day that we're recording. It's Easter. <laughs> it is Sunday, April 9th. Mm-hmm. Twenty twenty-three. Somebody has risen today. I think that's how the story goes. So, yes. If that's uh, what you believe in, hope you guys have a great day. Yep. And if not, I hope you also have a great day. <laughs> Hopefully, you get some candy or something because I know that's a chocolate eggs. Yeah, key part <gasps> of today. <laughs> I wish I'd have got the little Reese's, the mm. eggs. Those are good. Those are good. I Those don't remember good. seeing. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think people do Easter here. That's a well. There's Catholic. There's a lot here, of Catholic people. But yeah. Yeah, that's why I was saying I was like, but it's an American. But I'm like, oh, but maybe not. Maybe Catholic. Do Catholics? So yeah, obviously, I don't. I don't know, know anything about that. Yeah, I don't know either. I also don't see like any churches here it's so funny when you're in the u.s you see churches everywhere, everywhere. i'm like literally there's a church on every corner Especially was a weird sound um yeah i don't know if they're like <laughs> hiding them here or something but i don't know if i've seen like literally any hmm. there may be one I think they're they might be more in central or something they're probably more of like the more grand buildings that aren't on this Side, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. That's Either a way. good observation, though, because... Yeah. Really. I mean, compared to the U.S., it's yeah. just... It's not even close. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, episode 21. It's been somewhat of a slow last week, so we're going to do just a little bit of what we've been up to and then heavy on the parenting of it all. So, as always... Hit you with the welcome to the show. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> you want to hit everybody with the social, social media. Yay, yay. So you guys know the deal. Um, Instagram, Facebook, trying the number two parent. Face, uh, nope, I already said that one. YouTube, <laughs> trying space the number two space parent. Mm-hmm. And the good old Gmail is trying the number two parent podcast at gmail.com. And if you would please give us a good rating on wherever you listen to your podcast, it's going to help us, you know, get this thing out there and get the exposure that hopefully oh, double, double, <laughs> double. Oh, oh, triple horn, triple DJ horn. Wow. All right. It's important. Go oh. and do it. Wow. But hopefully the exposure I won't regret later in life, but here we go. Yeah. And as always, <laughs> Come on, show me that you like me. Show, show me us that, that you, you like, like us. Just show us. Come on. I'm not asking too much. But 
All right, so now that we're through with that, oh, and, you know, if you want to call in, it's crazy. Listen closely. 360-450-5008. So call me maybe. Alrighty. Don't call him baby, because that's what I call But him. don't call me baby. <laughs> baby. Um, you want to talk about the mangoes real quick here? The mangoes here are just all fantastic. They are second to none. They are the best. Now, granted, your boy is picking them. so I've picked a couple good ones. Have you? Yes. Have you? I have. Well, that just goes to show you how good they are out here. Because <laughs> even I can pick them, and I even don't know how to pick fruit. Can pick fruit. <laughs> but yeah, those mangoes are choice. Yeah, and they got like the itty bitty ones that I don't know how you yeah, eat, they have tiny and then mangoes. like the ideal personal size, and then they got the kind of bigger ones that have the right. I mean, on ideally, them. they would be much larger for me. For you, I'm like oh, this I is can a eat good. Like three mangoes at a time. The quality of these mangoes, I mean, especially you get a good one, and I'm like, there's no fruit better than this. They are really good, and I never really had mangoes besides mm. when we went to Asia, and then here. Uh. Super sweet mangoes from Mexico. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So, Lots of mangoes, awesome. like almost one a day. And if you weren't aware, mangoes are higher in potassium yep. than bananas are. Mm-hmm. So if you need a lot of potassium... You know where to go. Mango. And they're very rich color. They're like dark orange. Yeah. Sometimes you cut into mango, you're like, oh, this thing is bright yellow. This is going to be shit mango. See, I don't know that enough. I don't know that much. Like I said, so she doesn't even know the difference in colors of mangoes. That shows you that if she's picking good ones, they're all good. Yep. It's all good. Lucky. Lucky for me. So, uh... Let's talk a little bit about how on last week's podcast, we talked about the internet and how we had set up our bank and we set up, not didn't set up the internet, but we set up an appointment to get the internet taken care of. And we kind of had spoke about how they must listen to the podcast because they heard us talking shit. And then I think they heard that episode and then decided after we booked an appointment that they were going to fuck us again. Yep. Because now no internet. No internet. And they don't know. They don't know when our uh, David, the administrator dude that lives in this complex, said it may be a couple weeks. Um, I took me three days to get a response on WhatsApp on them, and they were like, yeah, next week. I'm like, cool, can I get that like in writing and some other Yeah, <laughs> anything. And then I went to the store the same day that I finally got a response from the WhatsApp people. And then the people at the store were like, I don't know, 15, 20 days before you can even make an appointment because what we don't have the bandwidth for new people right now. And I'm like, what? That's not like, why are you guys all on different pages? But at least the good news is that they did install the ducks. So it's moving in the right direction. Here's the deal, man. But it's it's real. It's it's getting bad. We're trying to figure out if we need to get Starlink. But I don't even know. We, we can't know have any. Work. We can't have any cords on the outside of our building. So even if we did get Starlink and put it on the roof, there's no way to run the cord from the roof to our second level apartment 
So unless they get the internet fixed here, we will not be living here for sure for not any time after this. No. Because it doesn't work. The main reason we're out here is to do our business. Yeah. And if we can't do our business, then we, we can't, can't live here. Be here. So we're going to get that figured out. But also, what else happened? Oh, yeah, the power keeps going out. So that's cool. You know, not like you need power to do anything, especially when your phone works on the, you know, just the normal uh, cell service here. It fantastically. It doesn't work on cell service. So let me tell you, there has been some challenges. Yeah. And, you know, overcoming them. It's not all paradise. It's not all. Margarita's uh, on the beach. Yes. But what I can tell you is, hey, U.S., maybe send some of those Mexicans back over here. Because <laughs> I think all the hard-working ones left to go make much better money in the U.S. Send them back here because these people that are here now don't want to do shit. They're like, Internet, we'll get to you, maybe. We'll set some appointments. We won't show. We'll think about it. We'll fuck with you. So I'd appreciate it. I know there's a lot of hardworking ones out there. Just send me like two of them. We can get a lot of shit done here. We'll pay them good money too. Oh, man. Gosh. It's frustrating to say the least. But yeah, we'll get it figured out. You cannot be in any hurry to get anything done here. Nothing. You want to go hang out at the grocery store? It'd be in line for 30 minutes. Yeah, seriously. You cannot be in a hurry to go to any store. Those people check the items and bag them like... It's the opposite of that <laughs> freaking extreme they, bagging competition that people do. Watch me bag these 300 items in 30 seconds. These people are like, watch me bag these three items in 30 minutes. They're like, I only check out six people per day. Yep. Real chill here. Real chill. Real chill. So it's, if that's what you're I'd looking like for. island time. Everyone's yeah. just chill. That's like, hey, a good way to put it. You guys didn't realize you're attached to the U.S. and... To Central and South America. There's no island here. Let's get to fucking work, people. <laughs> we got to get this thing going. So that's been cool. The power going out has been awesome. It went out for like three and a half hours? On Thursday, I was think. Was it Thursday? I think it was Thursday. Yeah. It got real hot in here. It got toasty quick. It's because been it was in the middle of the warmer. day. It's been getting a lot warmer lately. Yeah. Yeah, poor Nina. We f we finally like walked to the pool because we're like, I don't know what else to do. Like it's almost hotter yeah, outside. It was hotter in, in the, the place apartment, than it yeah. was outside because at least there was a little breeze, breeze blowing. Yeah. So we went down to the pool along with everybody else. Luckily, we have multiple pools here, yeah. but yeah, everyone that was annoying. Pool. And then I think it ended up cutting off multiple times during the night. Yep, it cut out. Not for long, luckily. Yeah, it was out. Once it was dark, so luckily we have all these little string fairy lights around, so we use those for light, and then it went off two or three times in the night, and you were like, <laughs> I just hear you go, nah, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, how did I wake you up? You just woke me up. Dude, I need the fan <laughs> to sleep. And not just they, the fan. We have three fans. We have three fans. Ceiling head fan, ground fan, and the AC. The air con. Yeah. Your boy runs hot. Yes, and I have an extra blinky on my side, mm -hmm. if you can believe that. Mm -mm. Yeah. No. So that's been cool. Um, we're also still not pregnant, which... Obviously, I've 
I haven't ovulated yet this cycle, but yeah, yes. I guess from last week, you know, nothing really <laughs> changes. Nope. People's changes, not this. So, still working on that. Still doing it. If we even were pregnant, we wouldn't even announce it. That's true. For like ten weeks, so. Yeah, we wouldn't exactly like tell you guys for a little while because we wouldn't want the same thing that happened last time. So, not that any of you knew because you don't listen to the podcast. But yeah, but now that these are live, we gotta be real strategic. Yeah. <laughs> so, gotta be careful with that. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, I think it's time for a segment. A Which segment. segment would you like to do? Are we doing? That's too bad. We're gonna do okay. highs and lows. All right, Derek. Would you like to start? Or would you like me to start? I'll start. All right, you take it away. Okay, wife. My my highs are that we went to the circus. Yes, I totally forgot about that. We did that this week. Yep. We went to the Circus of the Dead. Which you might be thinking, why is there a Circus of the Dead right now? It's April. Well, they tour around. I don't know. And it's Mexico. We do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. It's not just because it's dead. It has to be October and Halloween time. They like Day of the Dead, Circus of the Dead type of stuff. So yeah. it's really cool. It was pretty cool. And then like we went with our friends. And I had an edible, so I got super high. Yes. While I was there. I think... And I didn't think I was high, and then the next day I did not feel good, and I was like, oh, "I was definitely high." Boy, was it awesome and yeah. funny! Yeah, there were some really funny <laughs> things. This guy that's <laughs> amazing at juggling could also juggle balls in his mouth, and I'm gonna let you take that wherever you want it. <laughs> but he had like at least seven in there at one time, and he was spitting them out and catching them and just juggling Which was with really his mouth. Really funny on edibles. It was, and it was incredible. And there was just some other. Insane. Yeah, crazy performances. People. Very, very worth it. And I think, what do we pay? Like $22 or something yeah, 22 like that. Bucks. And Wasn't the crazy. show was like almost three hours. Yeah. Uh, and then they did like a big story portion, like in between all of these acts. Mm-hmm. Couldn't understand any of it. So no, it I bet it would cool have been though. really cool if I understand what they were saying because it seemed like a cool storyline. Yeah. But yeah, the actual performances were fantastic. Yeah, super cool. Um, yeah, so, and we've been, like, going out to eat, like, at different places and just trying different things, exploring more of the city, mm-hmm. um, so that was pretty cool, that was my high, and then also, last night, that Izzy won. Oh, uh, yes, UFC, big UFC fights last night. Yep. None bigger than Israel Adesanya. Yeah. Uh, versus Alex Pereira. Pereira. And... If you don't follow that stuff, uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Because real big fight, and Izzy flatlined him after losing to him three previous times, two outside the UFC, first time losing to him in the UFC, which took his belt, first time he had lost his Mm -hmm. belt, and he came back and fucking starched him this time. Yeah, which is crazy, because right before he knocked him out, I was like, oh no, Izzy's getting his ass kicked. And then he came back with a... He was playing possum. Yep. Stuck him right in his face. Um, So that was big. Yeah, definitely. Big for the black community. (laughs) You see, that's why Amanda's so excited about (laughs) (laughs) it. I got to support my peeps. Um, 
And then my low is that not only, you know, last Sunday the the vet's not be able to complete Nina's Cushing's disease test, but her skin is progressively getting worse. Mm-hmm. So I had to bring her in earlier. They didn't even do the Cushing's disease test because her skin is so bad. They need to, they put her on antibiotics. Um, so I have to take her in again on Wednesday, but, um, I just feel really bad for Nina. I know she's uncomfortable and it makes, it just really makes me sad that she's going downhill so quickly, not her spirits, just her skin. Besides that, yeah. she's okay, but her skin is no bueno. No, I it's, mean, even from last week, I don't. I just, I don't know. Yeah, and, but at least they're they're trying. They're trying to help her. We're gonna figure something out, yeah. and they're going to be able to help us. Mm-hmm. But it's just sad all the time in between, where we know she's getting worse. We're talking about you, mm-hmm. and then we have to give her all these medicated like shampoo baths. And I know she hates baths, but she has to have them three times a week. So okay, dog, she's not a fan of like getting water. water. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like her mom, don't get that shit in my ears, yeah, man. Exactly, it's from I see her baths all the time. Though, so I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, um, her old age. Yeah. So that's also my my low. Um, just because, again, we I heard those floppy hey, ears out there. Ears. Just because we don't have a child, all of our focus and things like this go to her. And it's just, again, luckily her spirits are still high. Yeah. And she seems to be doing fine, but she's constantly licking. And we know that she's in pain. And goddamn, if I had sores and stuff like that on my body, I would be very uncomfortable yeah. and frustrated. So that's very, been very unfortunate and rough for us yeah uh my highs though i would say had a great week of helping families um you did we had some people on the team that uh were able to do some awesome things and help some families and put some stuff in place um this iul thing is really starting to roll been able to help quite a few people with those this past week and helping a lot of friends some upcoming friends put them in place. So yeah, definitely. Again, at the end of the day, just really excited to help people put something in place that's going to help secure their financial future and, and in some way or another. Yeah. And then obviously leave some generational wealth behind to the family. So that's always cool. After highs and lows, let's go ahead and talk about... <laughs> What's in the, the news? the entire Channel 4 News team, I'm Veronica Corningstone. And I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. San Diego. So we are going outside of the U.S. for this What's in the News this week. A okay. Western Australia town bans the sale of energy drinks to 18 and under to combat declining mental health issues. So I'm going to read you a short blurb from this and then we'll post the article. Okay. So there's been a growing concern about the effects of energy drinks on young people. Bridgetown, a small community in Western Australia has taken that concern to the next level by banning the sale of drinks to eight, uh, those under the age of 18 as a part of a four month research trial. As this report notes, Doctors in the town are hoping the ban will reduce antisocial behavior and improve mental health. Local GP Sarah Youngson says among her young patients, she's noticed 
an increase in insomnia and anxiety that was connected with energy drink use. Young people are more susceptible to the effects of caffeine, she explains, and their development stage means they don't necessarily have the capacity to make rational decisions around the use of energy drinks. Some of my young patients come in drinking an energy drink and say to me, I can't get to sleep till three in the morning. And then they are unable to get out of bed, go to school in the morning and do other such activities. So do I fully believe this energy drink thing? Not exactly. Do I drink energy drinks? Maybe once a month, maybe. But I'm also a 31-year-old man. I didn't drink them when I was younger. I didn't have a lack of energy when I was younger. Yeah. I definitely don't think that like high school children should be drinking energy drinks or coffee. I do agree that your brain is not even fully developed at that point. And if you're overstimulating with caffeine, which is a drug, Mm -hmm. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I don't remember drinking that stuff in high school. I don't remember it being that big. I mean, I mean, now there's like a million of them. Yeah. I mean, I remember monster was big. Red bull was big, but now there's like 20, thousand literally a million different types of things there's a new one yeah i never i don't even i think i started drinking those when i was 21 and i worked like 70 hours a week like yeah Yeah, i think the only time i would really drink like a red bull is any in anything is when i was working at the bar bar yeah i would drink vodka red bull or something like that yeah yeah exactly well what 21 year old doesn't drink vodka red bull yeah um but I think that was really the first times that I had energy drinks. But I, when you know, also working at the bar, I had to stand there all night. Yeah, very true. And I definitely recall having some energy drinks when working those late. Yeah, but that's also years after graduating from high yeah. school. Again, I, yeah, <laughs> very true. Still 23, 24, 25 years old when I was doing that. Yeah, no. I don't know. Kids, I mean, I feel like kids, young kids these days are drinking. You're probably seeing kids who are 11, 12 years old drinking energy drinks it's just like oh yeah no that definitely can't be good for you be good for you it's like drinking mountain dew we might as well just have coffee at that point coffee would be way more coffee would be much better for you yeah seriously so i wonder if kids in europe drink espressos and stuff like (laughs) i don't know i guarantee you they don't drink energy drinks at the level that people do in the u.s yeah definitely not that's crazy. Well, it looks like my camera froze. No. Well. That's so interesting. I don't know why it does that. Cameras are not on our side during these, apparently. Yeah, we got to get, I don't know, we got to upgrade our system. <laughs> so don't you know mean these iPhone offered. 4s aren't doing these it? These are iPhone 7s, <laughs> and yeah, we may have to switch to our phones as, hmm. we may just do a double camera show. Two camera, both our phones. We got two phones. We got two phones. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on energy drinks? I don't I don't drink yeah. them. Do you drink them a lot? I know some people, the guy I used to work with at the carpentry place, would drink two every day. Mason would drink like two bangs a day. Those have like 350 milligrams of caffeine. That's a lot. Yeah. I yeah I I, don't, I know my brother drinks um, them fairly often but gosh I used to drink energy drinks a lot and then I just 
weaned off of them. I mean, I say a lot, like, when I was in Oklahoma, I actually think I had one in the morning instead of the coffee machine. Well, what else is there to do in Oklahoma? (laughs) Exactly. So that makes sense. Peach rings and energy drinks for breakfast. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) Of a 19-year-old champion. (laughs) Got a body like a temple over here. (laughs) Alrighty. So let's go ahead and ask the listeners. Do you remember what our question for the week was? Was it the what age? Let's talk about puberty. Sex, baby. Let's, let's talk about, about puberty. puberty. All right. Did anyone even answer yet? Yes. So we've got some responses here. And the question is, what is the appropriate age to start teaching your kids about puberty? Okay. One of the first que- or answers is when you start teaching them words and body parts. It's very early. Yeah. Okay. Very early. Let's see. <laughs> words and body parts. I guess you would have to really like, like they were saying in the show, like make it very age appropriate, but in, in a way that they can understand. Yeah. Yeah, because in the show, you just had so many kids that were different ages where it's like, mm, I can't expect you over here. Yeah, like you can't just kind of generalize everything. But. So we got this person that said, ah, this is a hard one because there's different parts to puberty. Like the sex, to- sex talks needs to probably be when they're old enough to understand what sex is. But like teaching little girls about periods and body changes, etc., teaching little boys about their stuff. I don't have a son, so I don't know. That's my da- that's the dad's job. Uh, I educate my daughter on periods when they happen, probably since she was five years oldish. We're also very open. She knows all about tampons and cups and period stuff. I don't even know what cups are. Um, she also she knows a kid version of why my periods happen. So it's a question with multiple pieces. I like that. Yeah. I am right there. I I definitely think it's a process that as you're going through and the kid's getting older, you're teaching them like maybe a little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that would be a good approach because if you're like, you know, talking to your daughter like, okay, mommy's got to, I mean, I don't even know how you would say like, oh, mommy could change your tampon or change my pad like i don't because the kids yeah. following you are in the bathrooms like constantly and they're gonna be like mommy what is that what are you doing why yeah. are you reaching in there i don't, I don't know, know how many pictures <laughs> of people i see where they're like i try to go to the bathroom and then this is what's outside you see like three kids the animals yeah. dad's chilling there it's just everybody's waiting for you in the bathroom you're yeah. only alone time yeah all right so we got a long time um i'm gonna say when they get a feeling you know what i mean so maybe around like 12-ish, 12, how did I feel at 12? Probably pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that probably came on pretty hard. Hmm. This That's what she said. Listener, yeah, it came on pretty hard. That's what she said. That was good. Thanks. This listener said, I say casually talk about it when they're little, then as the years go on, mature the conversation. Ooh, I like that. That's yep. good. That's good. That's a good one. This person just said nine years old. All right. 
It's okay. also a fair age. We do it at nine, yep. Because I feel like at nine, they're old enough to understand maybe bigger yeah. picture things. Like, hey, this is going to happen. Guys didn't in the realize future. we live in an area where there's dog fights. So, <laughs> if, yeah, excessive if you can, barking. If you can hear that. Um, yeah, I feel like. I mean, if you weren't going to introduce it before, then I feel like maybe nine would be a decent starting point because they still have maybe a couple years where you can try and introduce. Are they like, still teaching about it in school? And if they are, when does that happen? I um, I don't have any idea, honestly. Hmm. All right. Another an- another response is whenever they start asking questions, I'm always open and honest. That sounds yeah. like the uh, child-led parenting. Yeah, exactly. Well, what if they don't come yeah, to Yeah, that's the thing is when, what, what if they don't ask the questions? Yeah. Where are you at then? Um, when you hear them start talking about things, uh, I'd say seven to nine years old. Okay. okay. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So we've got a general idea. Most people are talking about kind of early on. You increase the conversation with maturity level as they go yeah, and they start experiencing things, but you probably want to start some things early. Just let them know. Again, I don't think you can be too open with them. It just has to be somewhat age appropriate that they can understand maybe. Yeah. And again, that's how you learn. You teach them things. They don't get it all right away, but you keep it kiss. You keep it simple, stupid. (laughs) Just keep it real basic for them until they, Start to understand things, and then you're like, oh, yeah, remember I was telling you about that when you were... Yeah, so I don't remember... Five years old. ...any of these conversations with my mom. Really? With your steel trap memory? It's <laughs> 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 <That was> crazy. <laughs> oh, right, I have no idea what sound that is. You're getting all sorts of sounds here. I don't <laughs> even have to do drops anymore. They just do <laughs> weird sounds. Alrighty, so I think it's time for overseas parenting, but I got a little spin on it this a week. A little spin. It's time for that super sweet overseas parenting fact of the week. Super sweet overseas parenting fact of the week. Guess what? This one comes from our own U.S. Oh, the U.S. of A. Yes. So I'm taking you way back here because I thought this was absolutely insane. Don't and throw the baby out with bathwater. No. Okay. Very close. <laughs> um I think this is something that probably would have really fucked you up as a kid. Uh oh. So in the 1930s, city dwellers hung baby cages outside of apartment windows so their children could get the recommended amount of fresh air and sun while their perilously, perilously suspended high above the busy city streets. Wow. So there's literally a picture, and I'll have to post it, of a baby. In a cage, like a, like kennel? a yeah, like a, like a kennel. kennel that's attached to the window, and the baby's outside. And I don't know how high this is off the ground, but I mean, if you live on the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth floor, you're putting your baby just like you're Michael Jackson, your baby <laughs> just putting it out like here it is over the ledge, like just oh hang out in that God. cage. That cage would have to be so secure, and the baby's like looking down, and they can like. See, basically their demise below They're them. like, hello, this is maybe my last. You're just walking last. down the streets and you're like, look at all these babies hanging out the fucking windows. Mm. That's and that's crazy. how you defeat your baby's fear of heights. Because <laughs> we all know babies are afraid of heights. <laughs> oh. The crazy shit that they used to do back in the day. 
to get the recommended sunlight what sunlight and fresh air oh my gosh because yeah, you're getting fresh air in the city that's what you're definitely getting. yeah well you know it was like when cars were yeah in the 1930s god coming around i'm sure their emissions tests were not under wraps yeah also probably wasn't like that many cars probably had a strong smell of like manure yeah horse shit and oil possibly yes Interesting. Just moving chairs around upstairs on these hard floors. Okay. Well, we're going to do I Love the 90s, and we're going to do a spin on this, too. I'm going to have some trivia questions for you. Oh, my gosh. So let's get into it. Okay. What's that? What's that? What's that? All right. Look at that. It looks like your camera is frozen now, too. Luckily, I'm only doing it on our two-person camera. But it looks Hmm. like I'm going to take those phones and smash them. Okay. All right. So, I love the 90s. Yep. Straight ahead. I love the 90s. First question for you. Okay. What does the abbreviation AOL stand for? Ooh, America Online. That is correct. Beam, 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 beam. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, let's AOL. see. AOL. Let's see if I had my. That is correct. Because I loved some AIM. American Online. Question number two. False. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Um, in the 1990s, which wide legged jeans became a fashion favorite? For children. Wide leg and jeans. Bell bottoms? Brand. Oh, God. Like a brand? I think like a company that made them, like you would say, American Eagle. I think. Was it Levi? No. One more guess. Starts with a J. Oh, uh, a J. Mm hmm. Well, it's not guess then. So, nope. no, I don't know. Janko jeans. Janko jeans. Janko jeans. Oh. It's all coming back to you yep. now. Yep. Okay. All right. I one for still one. never would have guessed the name I mean, because only the punk kids wore those, right? One for two. Yeah. Third question. Okay. In the 1990s, what function was added to the portable CD players that enabled both children and adults to enjoy their music without missing a beat? Was it like a headphone splitter? Nope. I don't know. Incorrect. Where's my incorrect? Incorrect. <laughs> what? That's, what? That's not that one. Skip protection. Skip protection. Ah. Skip protection. And honestly, how well did that really work? I don't feel like skip protection worked that great. No, because he still had to hold, like... Yeah, they're like, hey, you can do this, but don't walk or move or do anything with it. Don't tilt, have it tilt to any side. (laughs) Always have a level with you because (laughs) your CD player, if it is not level, will skip. Interesting. All right, one more question. You are one for three. You really need this one to get back to 50%. And if you don't get this, I will be fairly upset. Uh Uh-oh. What snack was the most effective for applying it to your fingers, 
creating which fingernails? The Funyuns. No, not the... Um, the Come on. You got... You got this. You got the name. They like frugals or... Frugals? Very close. Very close <laughs> to frugals. Very close, folks. Will we take that? They said no? All right. Come back with the answer. Very close to frugals. You're basically one letter off. Frugals? Nope. Frugals? Nope. <laughs> It's bugles. bugles. God damn yeah. it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're so close. Are we giving that? <laughs> no, she got one and a half. One and a half. One and a half out of frugals. Ugh. Very frugals. Bugles, come on. <laughs> bugles. Bueller. Bu- tell me you didn't put those things on your fingers. I didn't though. really eat those. You didn't eat bugles? No. I used to put shit inside them. They were like little cups, little hats, little... Yeah. Which fingers, whatever you want to call yeah, them. Yeah, that's why I, I don't even know if I've ever really bought them. Pretty crazy. You never bought bugles? The disrespect that happens on this show is unbelievable. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm going to let you take it away to the parent test. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, well, tonight, episode seven of the parent test, we are in the semifinals. The semifinals, <laughs> which means... There were 12 families that started. One got removed from each one of those groups. Mm-hmm. So there were groups of three, four, four, and four. Three groups, groups of four. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no. And then one family got deleted yeah. and removed, whatever. But now in the semifinals, there's three families and only one gets to move on. Yep. So three groups of three and one gets to move on from each one of those groups. Yes. Correct. So, so the ones that are left, um, or the ones that were in the front row, I guess, of this episode and these rounds of tests are the natural parenting style, the intensive parenting style, and the new age parenting style. So the first test that they had was about morals. 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 Very important. And it was leaving your child alone in a candy store to see if they would take candy, like steal it. Um, but then they, parents told them not to touch the candy. So it was also combating, you know, obviously urges of kids being alone in a candy store and candy, candy, like let's be real. Um, so the first one was the intensive style and they were very confident that she would not take any candy because they traumatized her as a child. The intensive were the Asian parents, the younger Asian lady and the older Asian man. Mm-hmm. And they have a, what, six or seven-year-old? I think she's like I think seven. She's six. Seven, six, yeah. I think she's six. And, yeah, they're like, we don't, we're not even worried. She's definitely not taking anything. And everybody's like, oh, okay, well, let's see. Um, she didn't take any candy. No. And the reason why we found out she didn't take any candy is because she had stolen when she was even younger Mm-hmm. from a book fair or something like that. She stole something small and they found out and they basically shamed her for that. And then... No, they didn't give her any... They didn't discipline her at all at that point. Oh, okay. So they didn't discipline her at all at that point. But then when her birthday came around, they didn't give her any presents. They just gave her what she stole and embarrassed her in front of her yeah. Yes, everybody. Yeah. At her birthday. So they're like, oh, remember when you stole this? This is the only thing that you're getting for your birthday. And she's six now? Yeah. So unless they just did that for her sixth birthday, she was either five or four, 
which is fucking insane. So everyone was like, okay, that's uncool. That's a bit crazy. Um, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. That's a, I mean. I, I agree with what the discipline mom said, that that's almost borderline like emotional abuse because your it, child was either four or five or six when you did that to him. That is a crazy way to try and teach them a lesson. Yeah. And you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to like relate a child to a dog, but it's kind of like how they say you should train a dog. So like if you don't, like if the dog poops on the floor and then you try and, um, discipline them like hours later after it's already cleaned up they don't have no idea what you're talking about so you're punishing them but they don't know what they're being punished for so i feel like the delayed punishment of this crime i mean they said it works for her they said that she thrives off negative reinforcement which yeah what six-year-old doesn't to me i'm like that sounds awful it's a good way to have some negative feelings about your family yeah seriously trauma as you get older um, anyway, so obviously she did not take any candy. The next group was the new age. They have two girls and a younger boy. Um, the kids were just making funny comments in there the whole time. Yeah. The one like middle girl was like, yeah, take it, take it. Oh, go ahead. Take one, take one. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's like, no, like, I can't, I can't. Yeah. She's like, uh, I just want it so bad. She's like, just do it. They're not going to find out. She's yeah. like, no, 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 I, I can't. can't. <laughs> I would feel bad. And then the youngest boy is like, no, they told us not to touch anything. It looks they like we're going to have to live that. in here now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they didn't end up taking anything. Mm-hmm. We really like the new age people. Mm-hmm. Very like hippie style with discipline. Yeah. They're like, hey, our kids are free to do basically whatever they want, but they know that there this are This is a line rules. and you don't cross this line. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then the last one was the natural, the farm people. Farm people, yep. The people that don't get a whole lot of exposure to many other things because they live on a farm. Yep. Um, and their little girls were cute. They're like probably four and five or mm-hmm. something like that. And it's like, no, I'm not supposed to touch the candy. Yeah. <laughs> so she used a scooper to pick up candy and like, where she wasn't touching the candy. Yeah, show so it to it her sh- sister. Yeah, but the one little girl was like. Oh, yeah, the little girl the, was like. You, we don't also, have to tell them. Yeah, she was like, hey. Yeah, she's like, on, no. fuck mom and dad. Let's do this. Yeah. We don't have to tell them if we touch it's the candy. So funny. <laughs> yeah. One sibling's always just like, hey. Let's push. Yeah. Let's push, push the, the boundaries. boundaries you here. do it. You do it. You got it. I won't tell on you. <laughs> I'm not going to say yeah, anything. Yeah, right. And then the first thing we're going to do, <laughs> yeah. mom, mom ate that candy. I told her not to. Yeah, exactly. Um, so all the kids passed. None of them took the candy. So at least that's good. We showed discipline, showed restraint Mm -hmm. showed they showed working the emotions out in their head because they're repeating the rules out loud like like, "Mm, as they're going through their thought process yeah exactly which (laughs) i I really want it this is the way that kids talk to themselves it's so funny yeah it's so like "Mm, this looks really good five of these yeah Mm. (laughs) so yeah that was a a pretty straightforward test but everybody listens to their parents so pretty yeah you know pretty easy and then the, the final um, test, challenge. Yeah, test, yeah, final challenge on this one was an escape room that had oh, yeah. no way out. And yeah. this one, this test was how you can deal with total failure because these are trick rooms. There's literally no, there's no end. There's no way to get out. Everyone failed. 
Yeah. And it's how you as a parent deal with complete failure and how you react to your children. Also like knowing that you're not getting anything done that you want to get done. Um, so the intensive. Yeah. Can you teach them not to give up? Can you teach them to stay calm and cool and collective? Can you do it? Mm -hmm. Because the parents also didn't know that there was no way out Yeah. or, you know, no end to it. So they just said, here, you have an hour. Yeah. Good luck. Try and get out of this room. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the intensive ones, the daughter was like, mom, we can't like, we can't do this. And she was like, don't you ever say that you can't do it. Like the dad was getting pretty frustrated. And then he made a comment at the end saying like, well, you know, that was uh, pretty frustrating. Looks like our daughter is not a genius. Or whatever. And yeah, because initially... Again, everybody's just like, what the fuck, yeah, man? Everyone was like, oh, it's not like you were in the room too trying yeah, to get out. you like, weren't trying? Yeah. He's like, well, it was unfair that we didn't know that it wasn't possible to even get out. He's like, whatever. they gave us the hardest room. And the, the host was like, no, there's no way out. Like, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> it was very... Uh, they make it uncomfortable the way that they like parent... You're like, oh, God, expectations are so high and they seem like they're so strict. Yeah. But they claim that they're trying to make sure that their daughter knows that she's capable and not to give up and just, you know, push towards success. Um, But the psychologist on the show was saying that that, you know, like they felt very disappointed even though this whole thing was still a game in the first place, mm-hmm. like they were just so let down that they didn't succeed. And maybe that, you know, isn't something positive in itself. So the next group that they had on there was the natural parents and that they had the two daughters. And initially the youngest one was like, this looks scary. I don't want to go in here. But then yeah, once she was they, definitely not for it at the beginning. Yeah. But then once they started it, she was on a roll. She's like, we need to find the keys. Everybody look for a key. They did go into somewhat of a dungeness looking room. Somebody where it looked so sketch. People I, would probably get raped or something like that. Like it like, was a very scary looking. Like a trafficking holding yeah, cell. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. If you were to be trafficking, sex trafficking people, yep, you would that's keep where them you in these type them. of rooms. Yep. So that was a cool cool little experience for two little girls to go down in this creepy ass looking who live on a farm (laughs) so the one daughter that didn't want to go down there was totally all about it when she got down there the other daughter was like i do not want to be here yeah and the dad tried to use you know comedy to uh, distract yeah. yeah distract her but um she was just not having it so and they were fair at the end they were like hey you know uh, we don't blame her for not wanting to be here. It was a creepy place. She wanted to go home. Like, yeah. we know that. They're like, hey, we're glad she was afraid of this. Yeah, <laughs> if she's uncomfortable. She'll, you know, maybe leave a situation in the future that she's doesn't feel right in. So. Yeah. So I don't, I don't blame her for that one. Um, and they're like four or five years old. Yeah. So, so, so young. Totally get it. Um, the new age one, they went into a really cool looking room, but yeah. this was like foresty. And yeah. It had all these fairy lights and greenery around. Um, the children started the fight and the mom was like real quick to be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, nope. Yeah, she nipped not, that shit in the butt. Yeah. She's like, we're she's not like, doing it. She grabbed something from my hand. The two daughters were fighting. Yeah. And as siblings do. Yeah. As any sibling does. They, they wanted to be like involved. And one was like, no, I'm not doing it. And then the mm-hmm. other one was like, I'm doing this. And 
she's like, <clears throat> no, you guys better work together, together on this. Yep. And she nipped that shit right in the butt. And they ended up pulling through and they got out of the room that they were in into another room. It was like the next level of the unsolvable room. Yeah. Um, so. so they thought that they got it. But they were all fairly working together. Yeah, they did a good job. I mean, after she, again, nipped that little bickering in the butt, mm-hmm. they were like, okay, yeah, like, we're back in this. Hey, we figured it out. All right. And they all, you know, started working as a team again. Yeah. Um, so the psychologist said about that one that they actually probably did the best, but it was um, about having fun above success. Like mm-hmm. just making sure that you're trying your best, whether or not, you know, obviously the no, there was no winners in this, but um, they were just saying like the way that they were working together, but also they have three kids. So it's a lot of activity going on too. Um, but yeah, I feel like they were fairly chill. The parents were. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, they were chill. The, the free neutral or the neutral natural natural yeah natural. not neutral they were very chill the neutral too. people were very neutral <laughs> the natural <laughs> yeah. people were neutral um it was just the the asian family that was like i just felt uncomfortably like well i guess my kid's not genius she couldn't get out of this my six-year-old kid couldn't get out of this yeah uh you know yeah they definitely he was room. like oh we should be out of here right in a couple minutes she'll figure it out and then she like, didn't and the mom was like you know i can't believe none of these work blah, blah, blah. Don't say you can't do it. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. So, yeah, after that, they ended up voting. Mm-hmm. And again, only one family moves on to the finale, Yep. I guess it would be, because it's going to be three families against each other in the finale. And they ended up voting the new age family. To go through, yeah. To move forward. So that's the, uh, the hippie-ish style family. Mm-hmm. Um, which I agreed with. I mean, I think their yeah. style of parenting is, out of those couple, by far the best. Yeah, and I think I think um, the natural is a little hard to judge because I wonder if it was a natural but not a farm. Like, I wonder how the situation would be different. Yeah, I just like their be- style. I like I the mean, style, but it just them being so in a bubble. I f- like, I wonder if it was... You know, a different situation. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, you could have easily been in that, in their living situation, but be high achievement or be strict or something like yeah. that. And, you know, that may look a little different, but they are in a bubble as far as what they're exposed to on their daily lives. But I do like their yeah. parenting style. Yeah, I, I like was them. They're, they love outdoor activities. Mm-hmm. And yeah, their kids are feeding all the animals. They're driving tractors and shit. <laughs> yeah. Very, they have you know, chores and yeah. responsibilities at the house. Um, I don't know if I particularly like anything about the, what's the Asian family's? Intensive? Intensive, yeah. Like, I don't know if there's, because most styles I like something about. And I'm like, oh yeah, I like this about that. I don't know if there's anything I like about that style. No, I would gravitate more towards the high achievement, which is a lesser version of that. I mean, they're making their daughter do all of this super advanced math, play violin, take photography, taekwondo. take taekwondo, like all of these things. If like a stereotypical Chinese child, yeah, you're like you have to forced. be incredible at everything. Yeah, um, and it just seems like she hasn't she's it like often 
uncomfortable with the life of a child that she has because it's like, oh, you're basically grown right now. You're doing, you have a full-time job. You're doing all of these things. Yeah. Um, and they which, said they don't really play. It's all educational games or something yeah, like nothing's that. Nothing's just being a kid. Yeah. So. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I wonder how she, the mom, I wonder how the mom grew up. Probably like that. Yeah. Or the opposite of that. But <laughs> mo- again, most, I feel like most Asian families, especially Chinese families, they're like, hey, this is what, that's why they're always doctors mm-hmm. or what's the other thing? Basically doctors and something else. It's like, hey, you have to be one of these two of the top jobs in the world. And if you're not, you're heavy disappointment to us, oh, yeah. which is a lot to live up to because mm-hmm. there's not that many doctors and say lawyers is the other one. It's just like, all right, slim picking here, man. There's a lot more <laughs> other jobs out there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But I like the new age. I'm glad that they, you know, got chosen. Mm-hmm. Um, I love their style. It's so yeah, and so another debate that they talked about on there was like, okay, so it's all gushy at home, it's all loves and kisses and stuff like that, but how are you preparing them for the disappointments of the real world? And they yeah. were talking about just, um, you know, some other things that they implement and try and teach their children to be accepting of everyone. And if you see someone either like, you know, being alone that doesn't have a friend or, you know, being picked on that you go be their buddy, like try to be that person that you would want someone to be for you. And that's something that I also really like about their parenting style. And like, they're like, we can control our environment, which might make them a better person in that their outside environment. Yeah. Or maybe there'll be a good environment to somebody else or, you know. Exactly. And just because everything's all gushy at home and super loving and, you know, one doesn't mean that they're not facing any challenges at home. Yeah. When you fight with your siblings, with all of these different things that happen, those are challenges. Yeah, a hundred percent. But if they raise you to be super compassionate and caring and loving and accepting, then when you meet these challenges out in the real world, you know, you're going to face those Mm -hmm. in a in a different way. Yeah. And just, you know, be a critical thinker and stuff like that. So, yep. So all in all, uh, I would say it was a good episode. Mm-hmm. The next the one's going to be a doozy. The show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks you guys for uh, tuning in as always. Episode 21. We'll be back next Sunday and it will drop next Monday. Episode mm-hmm. 22. Uh, we got Columbia coming up here pretty soon. Yep, like two weeks. Yeah. So adventure time. It's been a while. Yep. But we're ready. Something Anyways. to look forward to as well. Yep. Got a big week of work coming up ahead of us. So let's get after it. Hope you guys have a great week. Hope you had a great uh, Easter. Yeah, long Spend weekend. Some time with your family. Yep. Yeah, if you had Good Friday off, like, oh, like half I did. People do. <laughs> um, yeah. Enjoy yourselves. Appreciate the support. As always, we up out of here. Wait for my parents a little bit, you know. But again, if you go with the discipline thing where it's just like, hey, yeah, cool, I'm. I'd be happy to go with you. Let me just text mom real quick and make sure that, you know, she said it's cool. If you think that's a problem, then it's a problem.
So yeah. like, if you have a problem with me wanting to text my mom and ask her to make yeah, that's e- cool, exactly. Then we have a problem. Exactly. So again, whatever the situation may be, it could easily be nipped in the butt by having a black or white, you know, Rule. response to this. Absolutely. Um, and then the last test was the helicopter, and there was two girls, what, six and seven, yeah, or something like that. Maybe even seven yeah. and five or something. Yeah. Um, they got out of a dance class and again, their family friend and they're like, yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Got in the car and drove away. Um, and so they said that, uh, the psychologist that hosts the show, he said that, um, you know, like the disciplined parent having very strict rules, black and white rules about who you're allowed to go with and under what circumstance. And then also having code words would be a good way to, deter this situation from becoming a problem in the future and just like they had done in the earlier episodes with the people coming to your door and knocking and you letting them in or not letting them in repetition 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 let your kids know hey don't ever let them know a thousand times with anybody we have rules contact me first always contact me don't go with grandma don't go with grandpa don't go with anybody if you didn't hear from me me. if i didn't tell you before or you didn't contact me before you go, don't go. Yeah. So that was, that was kind of, and we had to code word growing up and you know, we, there was a very clear line. Don't open the door, especially if no one's home and don't go with anyone else if they didn't have the code word. Yeah. And did I, I mean, gosh, did I tell the story yet about the code word situation in Spain? I think so in Spain. Yep. Yeah. When my phone my, cause my watch has the little buttons and, uh, if you hold it, like if you're doing pushups or something, it'll do a SOS call. And we were in Spain and it alerted my mom cause she was set as my emergency contact. And what's going on? You're okay. Yeah. So I text my mom from Charlene's phone. I was like, Hey mom, it's Amanda. I don't have, you know, obviously I don't have service cause I'm not paying $10 a day. And she was straight up like, what was the code word we used when you were a child? And I somehow remembered it, but like, even like I'm 33. Yeah. I was 30 at that. That was my 30th birthday trip. She was like, what was the code word? <laughs> like, <laughs> Damn, mom. It's cool. I'll send you a picture of myself with the date and the newspaper. <laughs> nope. What's the code word? You're like, All right, cool. I, mean, I appreciate it. Yeah, we never questioned anything and we were never abducted. So I don't know. You don't remember a whole lot. You might have been abducted. So, yeah, very, very important stuff. And I mean, things to think about as you look to become a parent or as you are a parent or as mm. your kids get to that age where you're dropping them off for things and whatnot, like mm-hmm. the last thing you want to happen is somebody to snatch your kid up and it happens all the time. So yeah. having those rules, having that open line of communication and talking about those things often, it's got to be key. Yeah. Um, the last test was them to essentially teach their kids how to drive in a go-kart racetrack. Yep. Um, it was about the parents being able to stay calm in stressful situations and also how they communicate directions when, you know, new scary things and, and stuff like that. And I feel like everyone did a really good job. Yeah. So you had the 13 year old girl, um, for the, uh, discipline, discipline. Yeah. She did great. Um, mm-hmm. again, she had none of these kids had ever drone driven, driven before. Yeah. Uh, so it was kind of a new experience for all of them. Yeah. But they all did good. The The helicopter parents had a seven-year-old drive, and yeah. she, did she did fantastic, really well. But our, my thoughts on that are just like just like the traditional dad said, where he's like, hey, we're coming in here. We're in a kind of 
enclosed safe space. So mm-hmm. it's not like we're out on the road practicing driving. You could crash here, you know, bumper into something, but nothing bad's going to happen. Have some freedom. Like, yeah. Take over, kind of feel this out. Granted, his daughters are, again, a little bit older, mm-hmm. like 13 plus. But and that's that's how I would be. It's just like, hey, you're not going to kill yourself here. So try it out. <laughs> it's feel not what it's our like. car either. So. Yep, feel what it's like to drive fast. Feel what it's like to maybe slam on the brakes a little bit. Like yeah. get used to that Turn. because all of these type of things could happen out on the road for real. Yeah. And so you need to be able to, cause especially the adrenaline that yeah. you get, like you have to be able to manage your emotions. And I want to check your too. response times. Yeah. Exactly. I want to see what type of, what type of shit you got going. Cause the traditional dad, it was like putting his hands in front she, of his daughter's so eyes and she stuff. She said, I know this course by heart now. And he goes, all right, but covers her eyes. All right. Bold move. <laughs> so there was really no pass or fail type of thing on that one, but yeah, everybody was, seemed to do good. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, they voted off one parent style. Can you guess who it was? It was the people we talked about last week. Helicopter parenting. It's just not a style of parenting that people believe work these days because you're not giving your kids enough freedom to try and fail and learn and be exposed to things. Granted, they were very, very loving parents. Yeah. They were, yeah, super cool. I think their thing was you have to be able to fail for growth, and if everything is in the protected bubble, you're not preparing them for the real world, and that's what this whole thing is about. Yeah, and kind of difficult for them because they are black, so you're raising black kids. You have to be Which everybody knows is a completely different thing than raising... White kids, for example. So for them to be helicopter and always be worried. Totally get it. Makes sense. Totally get it. But don't think you're going to raise the style of child that's going to have the most success as a grown up in out in the world. by being a helicopter. The fact that they have so much love in their family. I I mean, gosh, I I think that family was awesome. Yeah. Nothing against the the dad and the mom had been together for a long time. 14 and he was 15. So and they had six kids. So, yeah. um, But anyways, yeah. He always got so emotional. Yep. Awesome families. A lot of different parenting styles out there. And the whole idea is to find what parenting style best fits what you're trying to accomplish and yeah the things that you like from each of them and like we saw some people are okay with spanking some aren't Mm -hmm. some are okay with guys wearing spanks over their stomachs and some's aren't you know (laughs) some's yes some's no's yep but anyways y'all that was episode 20 it is time to wrap it up it is april 2nd sunday april 2nd yay no more match no more much. But it's time to get after it this upcoming week. Hope you guys have a great week. And anything else on your part? Yeah, well, hopefully we get the internet. And uh, yeah, we'll off. keep you guys. We'll let you know next Monday. Yep. <laughs> All right, y'all. This has been the Trying to Parent Podcast. Love you. Love you too. We get out of here. Mm. This is uh, Justin Timberlake with 
Romero Santos. Spanish just sounds so nice.